my things off here. I hope it's fine. If it isn't, we can always edit it out. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, um, PFLAG is a fairly new organization to Sandpoint, correct? Um, yes and no. Um, the chapter we've got going now, we've been here six years. Um, there was a period where there was no PFLAG here, but, but back in the late 80s, early 90s, another group had started, had a chapter going, and they just, well, it got to the point where just, I guess, attendance was low, and it was kind of one of those things where it was the same people doing the same things over and over, and they just basically got tired. Sure, <laughs> sure. So um, they kind of folded for a while, and then... I say it was about six years ago when um, we had, because well, yeah, I came out about eight years ago. I was my my uh, late fifties, mid fifties, and I had started going to. I found a chapter in Coeur d'Alene and started going down there, and just in making the trips down there, I, I've got in contact with a couple of other people from Sandpoint that I met down there and we decided to, we thought, well, why not start our own chapter up here? And, uh, well, shortly before we had our first organizational meeting, um, there was a gal here in town, well, a lot of people know her, uh, Laura Bree. She was real active here in town with most social things and other organizations. She had one organizational meeting and I don't know the whole story of what happened but she ended up passing away oh no so I don't know if it was health issues or I don't know the whole story and that's you know basically irrelevant but right. like I say she ended up passing away but like our group we decided you know there was three or four of us we thought let's you know try and get one going and through the grapevine, like you said, you know, Sandpoint's a small town. Um, couple of there was a couple that was active in the old chapter. They got a hold of me, and they said we have all of the paperwork from when we were active, because they well, like say you you know you do your five hundred one c three paperwork, the bylaws, and all of that stuff, and you have to, you know, register with the state, and then they have a. I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Oh, uh, I think it's a registered agent mm -hmm. that each chapter has to have. It's basically a contact person if that the state needs to get a hold of us or if, God forbid, some legal action happens, that would be the contact person. So they, their registered agent, basically every year you have to get a hold of the state and say, you know, sign a, a form saying, yes, we're still active. Um, they weren't actually meeting, but they kept all of this paperwork up. So I met with them, and uh, they gave me the paperwork and said, here, all you have to do is, you know, fill in where it says, you know, the officers, and, you know, we were basically off and running. That was it. That was it, yeah. And um, we, we struggled at first for the first few years. You know, there was, you know, low, you know, not many people um, were coming to the meetings, and... We had just, yeah, just like I say, just getting the word out. Mm -hmm. 
and I know there were a couple of times we'd have maybe one or two people, you know, at the meeting. It's like, okay, do we really want to keep going, or should we just bag the whole thing? Right. But we did keep going, and we've picked up over the last, I'd say the last three years, maybe three, four years, we've picked up a, a number of new families. Um, we went from, well, pre-COVID, we went from having one meeting a month to two meetings. We'd have like the general meeting where we'd have a speaker or so, you know, and, you know, have a, be a, would be a specific topic. Mm -hmm. And then we'd have, like a couple weeks later, we'd have a game night. But then, like I say, COVID hit, and that pretty much stopped everything. We, yeah. just, we were, you know, told by PFLAG National, they said just, you know, suspend everything. So we did try... We did try some Zoom meetings, but like I say, they're just, that was pretty tough to get people interested in that. Well, and Zoom uh, virtual meetings were so new at the time. That's exactly. That it was just, it was like, whoa, okay, what is this thing? How do we operate with right. it? And to operate exactly. full scale meetings on it must have been so difficult. I'd, it was, yeah, it was pretty, yeah. I had met with uh, Sandemonium and did a podcast with them and they were okay. telling me about their virtual event and they said yeah. that it it went well but the attendance wasn't quite what they wanted it right. to because yeah. navigating exactly. it was so difficult yeah. um exactly for so sure. well that actually led me into one of my questions which was yep. how did COVID affect okay. you guys well yeah like i say it, we were we were pretty much told nash pflag national they said just shut everything down just don't meet don't you know don't do anything no extra activities outside the meetings or anything Right. So, yeah, for two years, we basically did nothing. And uh, last year, well, 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 we're still not meeting. We're still not having the actual monthly meetings yet, which that's partly because of well, my personal things I've had the last nine months have been up and down and sideways right. <laughs> everything. Right. And so I haven't had a lot of time. But then, like I say, last year, well, I know... For whatever reason, I thought let's try maybe doing a pride event because mm -hmm. it's something I've when we first started is something I've kind of always wanted to do in previous years and just not being a new chapter and not having a lot of people, it was something we kind of put on the back burner and for whatever reason last year I thought let's I can't tell you why, <laughs> but it's like let's try it. So I got a hold I got in contact with um, Andrea from Matchwood. And she was all for it. She, in fact, when her and her partner were in uh, Montana, she did a lot of that kind of organizing and activist type of stuff. So she said, you know, and in fact, she said they had thought about doing something like that, but they wanted to have a local organization kind of be the spearhead of the whole thing. So some, they were just waiting for something like PFLAG. Pretty much, yeah. They were, yeah, they were just kind of waiting for us to say, "Hey, hey, let's do this." So last year, like I say, well, there was myself, Andrea, and oh, I forget gal's name from Evans Brothers. There was a couple people from Evans Brothers were kind of the the whole group that organized it last year, and uh, it definitely exceeded my expectations. We had, I think. 15 different um, booths from different you know vendors and uh, groups I think we had we figured we probably had throughout the day over a thousand people come through oh wow 
Yeah. Wow. I mean, there was people there. Well, in fact, we had, I don't know if you were there last year. I was not. Okay. Well, there was a, there was, it was a big pink bus that was there. It was called the, well, the bus on the, the bus, <coughs> the bus's name is Atticus, but it's a gal from back east somewhere. Mm-hmm. She's traveling the country just doing photo shoots, just random photo shoots of different events and organizations. She happened to be in Sandpoint the day before, and she saw our flyer, and she says, hey, can I be involved? So we says, yeah, absolutely. So she, she had her, like I said, we had this big pink bus parked along the side of the, the road there by Matchwood and with, the, with all of the, the booths. And hopefully she'll be here this year. We, I got in contact with her, and she's planning on it if she can make it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she'll be back. But we've got this year, like I said, it's, it's growing it's quite a bit. I mean, as far as we've got, I think there's like 15 or well, 15 to 20 people in the, we have three different committees. We have like for the booths, we have a food committee activity committee so we've got like 15 people involved in planning the event oh wow um the number of corporate sponsors has grown that's amazing in fact i just spoke with andrea the other day and as of right now monetarily we've beat last year already that's great so yeah it's it's exciting it's and we've got um like same um, our DJ, um, Coral, will be back again. She, she DJed the whole event. I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, and uh, she's coming back this year. We're going to have her DJ the whole event. She'll do a dance party at the end, at the end of the night. Um, Both nights or just? Just one night, just, just uh, Saturday night. Actually, yeah, the Friday night is actually, I would say, precursor to the Pride event. It's... Friday night is actually the Bonner County Human Rights Task Force mm-hmm. um, event. Their, this year is their 30th anniversary, so they wanted to tie in with us and do their event at the same time. So they're doing their event Friday night, and then it'll just tie in with the Pride Festival on Saturday. That's great. So, and like I said, we've got Misty and Corbin and uh, Queen Bee Productions. They'll be back doing a drag show again. Love it. So, yeah, it's it's fun. It's going to be a good good time i'm excited to go this year i'll actually oh. be fortunate enough to be able to cover the event this year nice so you will nice. see me running all right around. very cool <clears throat> i can't promise that i will be completely sane because <laughs> i pride yeah. events are my favorite thing ever right. not only am i a member of the community yeah. but i'm just a huge advocate and lover nice. of the community nice so that's that's awesome our pride festivals back home my friends were like okay well bo's just gonna go and we'll see her <laughs> later and just right. put a camera in her yeah, i'm like a wind-up toy just put a camera uh, in my hands and let me go there you go just let me there go. You go don't try to nice. keep track of me <laughs> yeah we've had yeah like well like last year there was people that like i say we had this the gal with the bus she and then just people that happened to be coming through town, they happened to see the event. And there was a gal that I think they were from, I think they were over here from Montana. And they were actually crying. They said, this is so cool to see. They were so excited that we had this, you know, had this pride event. And I love that. Yeah. So, um since COVID kind of puts you guys on your bums a little bit, which it did with everybody. Right. Um, I, I went on your Facebook and I was looking for events and it looks like your first official event was in February. 
Yes. With just a, a regular meeting, it seemed like? We try, yeah, we tried. Like I said, we did try to have one regular meeting, but like I said, there again, the attendance was low. And then just, like I say, with my personal things I've got going on, I'm unfortunately not as involved or I don't can't spend as much time with PFLAG as I want to now. Right. Um, Are you still president and yes. operating yeah, as I'm president? Yes, I'm still operating as president. And I'm, I'm hoping to get, you know, more people involved as far as the, you know, we want to, you know, work on the leadership team and see if we can get some people to, you know, to do the, the meetings. One, in fact, with that, um, the, the TIN meeting, the it's transgender, intersex, non-binary uh, meeting. That's a, it's an actually it's an online meeting mm -hmm. that was started by one of our members. He um, he approached me. In fact, he he's trans, and he approached me and he says, "Hey, can I? You know, I've done this kind of stuff before. Can I? You know, can I do this?" I says, "Go for it." I said, "You know, absolutely." You know, so he's been doing that and he's had really good success with it. It's been three months now i think they've had meetings great so and they've got one coming up here in just they a couple of they days. do in a couple yeah i think on tuesday i think very exciting yeah and how has queers and coffee been going it's been going good um like i said that is that was an, another pre-covid thing that we had started and that took off really well because it was just well a lot of kind of give you a background a lot of things in the queer community like the drag shows and that kind of stuff a lot of it traditionally has been 21 21 plus type events sure at night and and not only us but other organizations are trying to you know we're working on doing more events during the day that are all ages type of things so we decided to do the, the queers with coffee with queers, and it, like I say, post COVID or pre COVID, we had you know I think twenty twenty five people at a couple of the events, mm -hmm. and it's picking up really good again this you know now we've had three or four events and it's yeah it's a it's a pretty popular, pretty popular event. Good. Um, so just for our listeners, because I know what Queers and Coffee is, but do right. you want to explain kind of what it is? It's basically just we meet at, well, right now we're meeting at, at uh, Bluebird Bakery. Mm -hmm. And it's just a couple of hours of just conversation, you know, just there, you know, there might be a topic, there may not be. It's just, you know, if somebody has an issue, you know, you can, you know, break off into groups and, you know, if you want to just go on a one-on-one -on -one type of thing or if you want to hey just get the whole group in and say hey this is what I'm going through or it's just this is what I did this week you know kind of thing you know so it sounds like it's a great place to not only make friends and meet people in the community but also a great place to find support yes basically that's yep that's what it's for it's just a chance to get together outside of work and just chat and catch up and get to know people yeah I love that exactly um, so another event that I had found on Facebook was the Voices Out Loud. Yes, that is uh, that was a new thing we're starting. It was just it's a basically an open mic night. Um, you know any you know, poetry song, you know music, singers, music, writers. poetry, stories, you know kind of whatever type of you know 
whatever genre you're into. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, I don't know if it'll be a, it'll end up being a monthly thing, but we definitely want to do, you know, a number of those throughout the year, for sure. Um, so when I found it on Facebook, I had found that it was an event that you guys had already done. Is that yes. correct? How did that go? Yeah. Um, it wasn't bad. We had, I think, like six, six people involved this that time performed. that performed, which I say for the first time, you know, I, we really weren't sure what to expect, right. you know, and, uh, you know, hopefully this is another event that will, you know, grow in popularity. So is that kind of just the plan for PFLAG at this point is just to grow and get it, more members exactly, involved? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, just hopefully, you know, hopefully get, you know, more people involved, just, you know, spread out in the community and say, hey, you know, we're here and let the community know that we are here and, and I know, and just, you know, get more members. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, like I say, hopefully we'll be able to, in the next month or two, get our monthly meetings, monthly support meetings going again. That is definitely something I want to work on for sure. Because they're just, you know, just, I think it's needed. I mean, there's, and I, well then, just, I know there are a lot of the high school kids, which they have their own group or they did have through the I think it was the, the Human Rights Club at the high school. They were they kind of had it wasn't I can't say what it it's not an official GSA, but they you know they're through the Human Rights their Human Rights Club. They you know it's open to anybody. Right. And uh, hopefully we can get you know more of those kids involved. Well, in fact, this year for. The Pride event, we do have, like I say, I'm not involved in that committee of getting the speakers involved and people, in, but we do have three young people from the high school who are going to be assisting us with emceeing throughout the day. From Sandpoint High? Yes. Oh, how exciting. And unfortunately, I can't tell you their names. <laughs> no because, yeah, because like I said, I'm not involved in that committee. Um, but... Yeah, we are getting more more young people involved in the or organizing that event as well. That's great. Yeah. So uh, it looked, uh, again, from Facebook, a lot of the information as far as your guys' events go, I pulled from Facebook. Sure. Um, it looked like the first Pride Fest planning event was in March. Is that correct? Yeah, I think we had our first, we had the fir first full meeting in March. Then we kind of broke, we broke off into committees. Mm -hmm. And in fact, we have another one coming up. Tuesday this week, oh, the where we were all getting together, love that, and uh, kind of reporting in and saying, okay, this is where we're all at. This is where we're at. So, kind of got to yeah. do that with large events. Yeah, like this. exactly. Yeah. Um. So the planning this far, you feel pretty confident in it in this year's event. I do. Yeah. And well, that's like I told Andrea. It's like, which. Well, not not only with the Pride event, but with P Flag, it's. Well, it's, I can't say, well, yeah, I suppose you could call it a fault of mine. It's where, like, I feel like I need to be in charge. You know? I, don't, I don't think it's a fault because if it is, then I have the same one, and I don't like to think of it as a flaw. And, right, and this, you know, I told, I said this, it's, which I, I've kind of, I've envisioned Sandpoint Pride eventually being its own entity. Mm-hmm. Which I think with the people that are involved this year, it will be in the next 
I would say next three years, it will be its own 501c3 organization. Separate from PFLAG. Separate from PFLAG, where the Pride event will be the crown jewel of the year, but they'll do other, um, other activities throughout the year. Um, I know the gentleman that wants to lead it, he's, in, he's been involved in other advocacy type stuff. He's done youth leadership and that kind of stuff. And he's really interested in taking this and running with it. And I kind of feel like I say, it's like, okay, but this is mine, but okay, go for it. <laughs> because it's, you know, you, you kind of get this, I, I, I would say like a proud parent type feeling. It's your baby. It is. It is. It's like, okay, this is, this is, I got it going. It's this far. It's kind of, for lack of a better word, kind of graduating high school now and graduating college, and it's taking off and taking on a life of its own. Well, I think you kind of got to have some pride in that. I do. It's, it's pretty exciting. I'm, so would, uh, would the pride organization replace PFLAG, or would they work in conjunction together? No, they would work together. Love yeah. that. PFLAG will always be around. That's, that is, PFLAG is a support and advocacy group for well, not just kids, adults, kids, families. families. Um, we will always be, it'll always be around. Um, you know, that is something that, you know, I will, I don't know that I'll always be the president, but I'm always going to be involved some way or another. That's just something that's near and dear to my heart, and I will always be involved in it. I love hearing stuff like that. For our listeners who may not know, PFLAG is not only a local organization, but also a national organization that you can find in most cities and states across the U.S., um, and we're just fortunate to have a chapter here in Sandpoint. Correct. It is a, yes, it is a national um, organization. There are, I think, over 400 chapters nationwide. Oh, wow. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's just... I remember being in high school, and I, I don't think PFLAG had just gotten started at that point, but I do right. know that PFLAG had just kind of gained some real popularity yeah. and some real notoriety right. around that time, and yep. that was in the late 2000s, early 2010s. Okay. Yeah. Um, and at that point, at least in Pocatello and kind of the southeast Idaho right. area, it was mostly just a high school uh, organization, yeah. which was great, but it did exclude adults from the organization, sure. yeah. but to be super fair when it comes to larger areas like Pocatello they right. kind of have their own organizations and exactly. their own little clubs and yeah. things that fit into that niche and serve that uh, that community of people which is great but yeah. PFLAG I'm, I wish that PFLAG could take off a little bit more as far as involving more adults exactly I do too I mean well just going down that line a couple of years ago we had a, a family that started can there. I get you a water or anything while um, I have a second? Sure. You can go ahead and keep chatting. Okay. I'll be right back. Um, all right. There, this family started a couple years ago. Their child was a, a young trans person, and he was very, very shy when he first started coming to the meetings. He would sit next to his mom with his hood up, pulled up over his head, just hands folded in his lap and just sit there and as through the, over the next couple of months he started you know he the, the hood came down and he started being more active and chatting with us and well in fact he, there we had another a trans 
gal that she's no longer here in Sandpoint. She was in uh, California now going to school, but he kind of attached himself to her, and they became really good friends. And he j he just blossomed. I mean, his and like I said, over the I, yeah six months or so. Like I say, I, I had an opportunity, a couple opportunities to speak with his mom outside of PFLAG. Mm -hmm. She would call me up, and I know one time we spent, I don't know, probably two or three hours at Jalapenos with nachos and soda. She was just, you know, telling how her, you know, just she was having issues with her family. They weren't, you know, really accepting of Corey and how just things that her family, some of her family members were just really giving her a hard time. And his, well, in fact, his dad at first was not, it's like, okay, it's just a phase. And he finally came around to the fact that, okay, this is my son. Um, and he, I'm not sure, I think he lives down in Boise. I'm not sure. I know they're not together. I can't, I'm not sure where he lives. Mm -hmm. But Corey would go there during the summer. And his mom, she, Cindy, she mentioned one time his dad, because Corey's birthday is during the summer, and he sh she said that his dad actually baked him a rainbow birthday cake one year. So his dad did eventually come He did come eventually around. come around. But like I say, it's just, you know, we, like I say, I spent, you know, two or three different times, you know, we'd meet, you know, like at Jalapenos or wherever, we'd sit and have coffee and, <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Well, <coughs> and we talk, and and that's where you're right. I wish, you know, we do have kids. Well, you want to talk, but your throat has very exactly <coughs> or plans. We have, you know, we do have, you know, a number of kids that come to P Flag. But you're right. I wish that the parents would be more involved in their, you know, with their kids. In fact, that's what I, you know, different places that I've done speaking engagements, and that's one thing I try and emphasize. PFLAG just isn't for the child or the adult or whoever happens to be them, gay or lesbian, you know, lesbian or trans or whatever they, you know. It's not just for them. It's for their family, their parents as well, because the whole family is going on this journey. Right. The whole family is, you know, this this is probably something that's new to the whole family. Right. And that is what P flag is for. Is, I mean, none of us are count. None of us are. We're not doctors. We're not trained counselors. It's a peer support group. But whatever you happen to be going through at any given time, one of us has probably been there. Right. And we can offer you, you know, offer support and suggestions and. Obviously, yes, we do have connections with, you know, counselors and things. If it's, you know, if you want to look for help, you know, we'll help you find it. Right. But, you know, that's that's what PFLAG is for. We're here to give the whole entire family support. Love that, which is, I mean, that's a big part of the reason why. You're right. I do want to see more adults yeah, involved for exactly. that reason. Yes, if, me too. For sure. If my parents had been involved in my coming out journey and just my journey in general, it would have right. made the entire transition of accepting myself yes. 
so much easier. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it always does when your family is involved because sure. sure. I mean they're your key support. Exactly. Well, that's like well my journey. Like I say, I came out. I think I always knew I was different, but. But just well, didn't know what kind of different. Exactly, because um, well, we're we're originally from the Midwest, Minnesota, and we came out here. I was twelve, thirteen. Oh wow! When we moved out here, and I was you know saying kind of just starting to kind of figure myself out. It's like, well, in fact, basically, but when well, during my coming out is when. P flag actually started. I mean, I think it was. I want to say seventy three, is when P flag, the original Jane Mansford, she started P flag. It was in New York. She was marching with her son. I think they called it the Gay Liberation Parade. I think is what it was called. She had a just an old piece of cardboard with a black magic marker. She says, "Parents." Support your, you know, come out and support your gay child. Mm -hmm. That's basically what started P flag. And uh, I know when I, you know, like back then I was just I wasn't sure, and there wasn't an organization around here that I knew of, anyways. <clears throat> so I didn't come out until I was I was, yeah, late forties, early fifties, which. Yes, in some ways I regret having, you know, doing that. I wish that I would have come out when I was in high school. Um, because, you know, in a lot of ways I feel like I've missed an entire lifetime of being myself. Sure. But, um, and that's what, you know, I emphasize with, you know, a lot of the, the kids and the families. I mean, yeah, it's scary to the kids. And the families probably, their, you know, parents are, you know, maybe not sure either. That, like I said, you know, before, that's that's what PFLAG is for. Come to one of our meetings, you know, we can help you navigate through all of this, these feelings. I mean, because one of us is, you know, like I said, we've been there. Right. You know, we've been there, we've had those feelings, you know. Had to have those hard conversations. Had to have the con yep, exactly. You know, and I was fortunate enough to where, well, even when I did come out, I know that's a lot of, a lot of kids, it's like, you know, are my parents going to throw me out, are they going to, you know. And even at my age, when I did, it scared me to go to my parents and say, hey, this is what I am, mm -hmm. even, at, even at the age that I did it. So, I think no matter what age you are, it's a terrifying thing it, to yeah, do. Right? It you're, is, yeah. You're exactly. telling people, hey, this idea that you've had of me that I have created right. and let you have, I'm taking that away because this is who I am authentically. Exactly, yep. And although sure. you are being your authentic <clears throat> self, it is it is jarring for people. It is, yeah. It absolutely can be, because yeah, it's, it's say, a change of identity. Right, and I know fortunately my parents were, were very good about it. And my family was, was very supportive, so. That's great. But like I say, even at my age, when I did come out, it was, it was scary. It was definitely scary. And P flag, when you did end up coming out, was it? Um, did you find that peer support through P flag, or did you already have friends in the community? I no, I did find it through P flag. Yeah, and like I say, the first couple times when I went to the Cordelaine chapter, it was like, it was, it was just, it was so refreshing and felt so good to be around people that accepted you for who you really are. Right. You know, there was no questioning or anything. It's just. 
this is who I am. And it's like, okay, you know. Like, it's not a big deal to them. They're right. just like, hey, it, new person. Exactly. That's it. Yep. I love that. So then starting, was that kind of the motivation behind starting the chapter here, was wanting to give that support to the community? Exactly. Here? Yes, it was, for sure. See, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm loving this. So as far as the Pride event goes, I know we've already talked about sure. it quite a bit, but as far as the Pride event goes, what were some things that you learned last year that kind of have affected the way that you guys planned this year's event? Well, like I say, just basically just getting more people involved to do the work. <laughs> Because we spent a lot of hours last year beating the pavement, getting sponsors and going to businesses and saying, hey, do you want to support this? And yeah, we've learned a lot. So this year? This year is a whole lot easier. Easier? For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Wow. Because like I said, of all the people that we have involved. And now you've got separate community got or committees to handle different each committee. different. Exactly. Each aspect of the, yep. For sure. As far as vendors go, who are, are some vendors that are returning from last year? Uh, we have, let's see, well, the Bonner County Human Rights Task Force, um, Planned Parenthood is going to be here, um, NIAC from Coeur d'Alene, which is North Idaho AIDS Coalition. Um, I know, well, like I say, obviously, Matchwood and Evans Brothers, because they're two of the sponsors, they're going to be there. Uh, we have Bluebird Bakery's going to be there. Um, we're trying, to, we have a, a kids area, which we're still working on that, but we're hoping to get, which I don't know if they'll hear this, and this is a plug for them, but we're trying to get creations involved in our kids area to have them kind of support the kids area and run that for us. <laughs> but, hey, come take care of these. <laughs> right, exactly. Um and like I said, that's that's right now. That's the ones that are committed. I know we've got. I know Andrea's got a list of ones that have. But I, I know I'll touch base with her this week, with for in our meeting. But I think most everybody that I know of from last year is coming back. Oh wow, that's so, great. Yeah, and then we've got a couple of new ones. Are there any? So do businesses come as vendors or come to usually plug themselves? Um. No, most most of them are usually just sponsors, like monetary sponsors. They we have different levels of sponsorships. Sure. We, yeah, we have. I think in fact, if I could pull it up on my phone, I can tell you what they are. Um, and when will Pride be this year? It is. July 16th at uh, 2 p.m. Perfect. Oh, I guess it'd help if I spelled it correctly. It says can't be reached, but it's like, no, it can be because it's there. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> right. Um... Okay, yeah, well, I'll say right now, the sponsors we have are, well, I'll say Matchwood and Evans Brothers, of course, Ting, um, uh, Beaten Basil, Bluebird Bakery, and um, Al oh, it's Alpha, which is, a, I'm not sure what they are, but it's, it's a, it's a they're educate, test, support. I'm not, that's a new one to me, so I can't tell you <laughs> what they are, but our sponsorships are...
Come on. Okay, they updated the website. Now I gotta navigate through all this stuff again. Okay, here well, one of them one of them is is progress sponsors, which those people are uh, Syringo Cyclery, Heart Bowls, Bonner Bonner General Health, Lachique Boutique, North Idaho Pride Alliance, Outdoor Experience, Syringo Cyclery. Oh wow. Um, okay, okay, here they are. We have a, have an empowerment sponsor, which is twenty five hundred. Um, advocate sponsors for a thousand, solidarity sponsors for five hundred, progress sponsors are two hundred and fifty, and then movement. Um, well, we call it a movement sponsor for a hundred dollars, and they get like say just they get different. They'll get listed on our like they they get listed on the website, uh, stage mentions of course. Um, some the higher. Um, the bigger sponsors will get their logo on the website. They may we'll get it um, like press releases and those type of things as we get closer to the um, to the event. And then have the if they can give give us like a banner at the event, we'll put that up for them. That's great. So we'll you know definitely advertise for them and promote them as well. So we're just a little over um, a month and a half out. Right. Is it too late for sponsors to get involved? Or oh, absolutely not. No, involved? no. I think uh, I want to say it closes. I want to say it's the 20, 24th of June. It's towards the end of June when it's, if they, like say, if they go on the website, go to sandpointpride.com and they can, you know, they'll, there'll be the, the food vendors or, you know, vendors or sponsors mm -hmm. they can just follow the links and I, I want to say it's, it's towards the end of June I want to say the 23rd or 24th is that information the cutoff information is that also on the yep, website it's all everything's on the website Perfect. Yep, all the forms in fact in fact this is something new this year is having everything on the website is something we did new this year so it's making things a lot easier for us as frustrating as technology can be it can be a godsend sometimes. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, Pride not being until the middle of July next month. Right. Are you guys doing anything to celebrate Pride being this month? Or it being Pride Month, I guess? <sighs> well, yeah, Evans Brothers is actually, well, Evans Brothers is actually doing a, a coffee blend for us. They're selling that in all three of their sh locations. Very that, cool. So that'll go towards... Um, as far as PFLAG itself, there again, like I say, with my schedule, unfortunately, no, we don't have anything specific. I mean, we may take a group to Spokane Pride. Um, I know this weekend is Coeur d'Alene Pride in the park. Right. We'll try to see if we can get a group to go down there, and then when you know, we'll try and get a group to go to Spokane Pride. But uh, like I say, hopefully with my schedule, once it settles down, we'll definitely get, you know, more involved and active again. Get some things rolling. So then um, 
at that time we can see, we'll hope to see more events and pop-ups and things Absolutely, of that nature. yes, absolutely. And until then, um, I guess this will be the time that we do our little shout-outs and things. So sure. until then, how can the community get involved and reach out to you and uh, possibly just become members? Um, just look at it. We have um, we have our email. PFLAG itself does not have a website mm -hmm. yet. Um, just look at our, you know, message us through our Facebook page. Um, we do have email is pflagsandpointid at gmail.com. They can shoot me an email. Um, just look at our, you know, contact us through the Facebook page. Um, and that's kind of right, our, our two contact points right now. Or the, the Facebook page and then the email. Yes. And then as far as vendors and sponsors and go, they, all their paperwork is on the website. Yep, for the, for, the, for the actual Pride event, they can go to sandpointpride.com and all the paperwork and everything is information they need is there. Absolutely. Well, that's exciting. I'm looking so forward to this year's event, and I thank you so much for coming and stopping by and chatting with me. You're very welcome. I think we've got a lot of really cool stuff to let the community know about. I think so. Well, good stuff. Hopefully they can, you know, definitely swing by on the 16th of July. I'd love to see everybody there. Good stuff. Is there anything else that you'd like to let the community know about PFLAG? Any final um, messages? No, other than just, like say, if, you know, reach out to us if anybody has any questions concerns um yeah just reach out to p flag because that's that's all i can ask is just you know re reach out to us and we will be there and support you as you know the best we possibly can i love that it's a great message thanks for tuning in folks and we will be back next week with i believe it will be miss emily bonsong from the Bonner County uh, Daily Bees branch in uh, Bonner, the Bonner Herald. I can't talk. I know things. I swear to God, guys. Um, anyway, <laughs> another one of our staff writers will be back next week. Thanks for tuning in.